How do you sword nutters? I just want to say a big thank you to our patrons who are continuing to support us. Thanks, folks. It really means a lot, and you're helping us out massively. You probably all know by now the point of the Patreon is to pay for some new equipment, but it's also to pay for a website. It needs designing, it needs hosting. We will shortly be switching to a different podcast service, which is going to be slightly more money as well. And we like to commission things like artwork and music. We're not currently at the level where we can start giving stuff away, but once we get to the first of our Patreon goals, we will start doing random giveaways of shitty sword nut prizes. One of the things I'm interested in knowing is what you, the listener, like about the show and what you want to see more of or less of. We've had a lot of variety recently, and I'd like to keep that variety going. But obviously that comes at the expense of the longer-running stories. D&D, for example, gets pushed back quite a lot. And although we have more of that coming, it is pretty well spaced out. I'm going to put a Twitter poll up for a while, and please let me know your thoughts in more detail by email swordnutradio at gmail.com at swordnutradio at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at swordnutradio or get in touch on Facebook uh, where you can do a longer post and let us know what your thoughts are on uh, long form versus short form, uh, long campaigns that we come back to rather than doing one shots, uh, whether you'd like to see the longer running campaigns be kind of episodic, so sort of short, so short self-contained stories, but featuring persistent characters, or whether you like the the never-ending story that is Doors. Do you want us to explore different themes? Do you want us to have a look at different genres? Would you like us to explore things that get us out of our comfort zone? Would you like us to stick with what we're good at? Let us know, and we'll take it on board. Now on with the show. Hi, welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is the first episode using our hack of the Inspector system for the Star Trek universe, and we're calling it Trek Spectres. We're going to start with a little bit of character creation, but it's not really focused on the mechanics of things, it's more about character. If you like Star Trek, we're sorry. <laughs> we do bad things to it. We all love Star Trek, honestly. Honestly, we do. Please believe us. Please don't come after us. Please don't burn our cats. So the character creation is going to last about 15 minutes, and then we'll get into the actual play. I'm also going to roll up a character, but I will be just like someone who flits in and out. I need I what to do. a name, <laughs> a rank and department, a strength and a weakness. So basically, you need a character. Yes. To Paul originally, when I actually worked him all out, ended up basically being Tuvok. Yeah, because uh, he was a uh, security chief. But you've already taken that role, so I am going to go for. Um, well, you can have um, obviously engineering, medical. Um, oh, mine's just gone completely blank. Science, pilot. Science, pilot, um, bar staff. 
<laughs> Does that mean I get to wear a flying saucer? I know where I'm going. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I'll tell you what. Right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for quite a lowly rank. I'm gonna go for Ensign. Guinan always sounded like the sort of name that was that was actually pulled out of some sort of like anatomy textbook. No, no, they literally just got a scrabble bag and went. Yeah. That one. I'm sorry, you have an infection in your Guinan. <laughs> I'm going to have to scrape out your guy then. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright then. Uh, Tanol is a uh, ensign and he's um, one of the designated shuttle pilots. Uh, I am going for... Le- uh, le- uh, there. I sort of want to say lieutenant, but it is Starfleet, so it's Lieutenant Commander David Passover, who is literally a passed-over commander. He has gone as far as he's going to get. He's never going to go further. He is quite old. And he doesn't give a fuck. Night shift... Uh, is his time to shine. He takes a book. <laughs> and if some if someone's in trouble and there's a distress signal or whatever, they're just going to have to wait. <laughs> um, so his strength is procedural lethargy. His weakness is he's a desk sitter. Um, and he is going to be skilled up in command. Uh, he's, he's just going to be sort of reasonably good at everything. He's not going to be particularly skilled anywhere. I likewise have gone for an all-rounder with a specialization in engineering actually i'm gonna cash in i'm gonna say he's got two in everything which leaves me i'm gonna like put a little team point for myself because i can kate hi <laughs> so what, what, what are you going for we'll, we'll, we'll bash this out and then we'll do an official like intro. engineer engineer yes do you need a name y- yes human <laughs> yes i was thinking something ridiculous like good run Murgatroyd. <laughs> Bev. <Borstormer>. No, no. <laughs> do it. Do no, because then if we decide that this doesn't work, I'll never get to use her again. No, Bev can come back doing all sorts. <laughs> Bev is a recurring actor that's Bev! used on all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I love Bev. Actually, had a customer today called Murgatroyd. What? Murgatroyd. Heavens. An actual customer. And when did you start working on the Death Star? (laughs) (laughs) Weakness. Yes. Is soup. (laughs) Or is my strength my knowledge of soup? I think your knowledge is... Balls of soup in each hand. uh, (laughs) Is is, uh, folksy wisdom. Folksy wisdom. Which includes a hatred of soup, which is wise. If you want to get the whole soup thing in, you can kind of like Star Trek it up and say you're a um, specialist in um, primordial soup. <laughs> I can engineer some really cook. good soup. <laughs> yeah. Just the cook. Just the cook, yeah. Well, saying, they're saying that. Everything's soup. It's like, what about pasta? Yes, soup. <laughs> Considering they have the uh, the replicators, there's actually no need for a cook or a galley or anything like that. The only reason they had one on Voyager was because they were trying to save energy all the time. I still need a weakness. I still need a strength. Uh, your strength. The iron <clears throat> will of the Emperor of China. There we go. And the, your, <laughs> what? <clears throat> no idea. I think your weakness is you don't actually understand the basic principles of engineering. You just know how to make stuff work. Ah, uh, Russian. Hit it. Yes, because, because Bev's Russian. Yes! Percussive maintenance, that's it. You are an expert in percussive maintenance. I'm pretty maintenance. sure I am 
generic Eastern European. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're mathematically illiterate. So when people start talking about warp fields and all that sort of stuff, you're just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just start making it, up, making, it, making it up and just like... Zoomy, zoomy, go fast. Broom, broom. All you have to do is just refer to things as vessels and everyone will know what you are. Yeah. <laughs> it is oh, the established no. accent of the universe. Too yeah. soon. Too soon. Yeah. No. Sending Top Chekhov. Too soon. <sighs> I could be referring to you know. I, I liked um, I liked Anton Yel- Yel- Yeltsin's. Uh, I do, but I could have be also be referring to. Oh God, what's the original actor called? Putin. No. Putin <laughs> <laughs> was if it was. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think what he's called. He fought a bear. Walter, Walter Koenig. Yes, Walter Koenig. I could be referring to him. Nuclear vessels. Too soon. Mm. Uh, so, right. Um, so go on. What's my strength then? Your your strength. Yes. It's the Iron Will of the Emperor. What? what? The, 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 I'm have, Vulcan. We don't have, have emperors. <clears throat> I am. You have emperor of China. <laughs> You've learned about the emperor of China. I mean, I'll I'll say Iron Will because it go, it goes into the two halves of your personality because yeah, it's Iron Will and falling off the logic wagon. So it's like you are great at all this stuff until you're not. Uh, and then uh, uh, yeah, so a weakness is that you're you're functionally illiterate or engineeringly illiterate. Uh, what's your weakness? Uh, racist against hu- against humans. You don't like humans, okay? Okay, and what's your strength? Uh, my strength is in my master of all known martial arts. Okay, and is that all known human martial? No, arts? no, all known martial arts. Like it's a little bit of an obsession. If if a new martial art is discovered, I must immediately take time to the hollow deck. Millions upon millions of martial arts. <laughs> yep. You know how you know how to do is this it? this perfect punch in it's this one species ju- martial art, except. You need another elbow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is and you can, you can I, need, I need an extra four arms. That would have worked <laughs> if I had a third leg. Yeah. <laughs> and you Perfect. Can, you can kill a man by jabbing them in the chest, but unfortunately that only works on one species that died out a million years ago because they and had a you nerve have cluster dis- above their right nipple. And you have to yeah. disconnect your spine at the fourth lumbar vertebrae <laughs> to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that, that kind of expert. It's like, I know all about it. You may not be able to do it. <laughs> so at, at some point you're just like sort, sort of like jumping around and spinning with your arms out like that, but like that would work for a particular species yeah. that can exactly. dislocate it's hips or something exactly <laughs> okay what ship are we on because I don't think it's the Enterprise okay what yeah what is the name of your ship what's this is going to be the Muffin <laughs> the, muff, the USS Muffin mm, USS uh, MacGuffin <laughs> <laughs> Bagel I was just thinking that <laughs> actually I don't know why oh, no, no. I, I really like that the USS Bagel Nash isn't that a sharp yeah. <laughs> Would we not get in trouble for that? I think we're fine. It's fair use. <laughs> Paraphr- bagel noms. Yes. So. Or bagel nosh. Nom, 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 nom. There you go, bagel nosh. Oh, there's an awful bit of me on the, the bagel first exuvia. The first. Um, what species of alien? To Andorian be... explorer who found. Um, Somewhere, yeah. A, a stable wormhole. Express. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> It's it's the it's the food cart outside the restaurant at the end of the universe when it's closed. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, I th- you know I had this works out the other day as to even what kind of class of vessel we are. I like the one, I like the one that's in the Wrath of Khan. You know where it's the um, the disc with the engines underneath, but then the bit that comes over the top. I can't remember what that's what that is. It's a Excelsior class. No, Excelsior class is. Oh no, it was it was the Excelsior, wasn't it? Yeah, um, at the time. Um, uh, carry on talking with yourselves. I'll find this out. The Enterprise was Nebula class. 
Your nebula. It depends class. which generation of it you were talking about. It was also Galaxy <laughs> class and and. But we're but we're, class, we're, yeah. we're not original series though, so we so it's we're not in that timeline. Uh, they were still knocking around though, some of them, I think. So it's quite an old ship. Yeah, that we're talking about it's about to be decommissioned. Which is apart. which is why they have. Which is why we're all a which little Which is actually bit why they, they they need a shuttle pilot because the transporters aren't quite what they used to be. <laughs> Hence, that's why they hasn't even to... got transporters. They, they never, they, they were never built with it. The technology wasn't available at the time, so um, and they, they, they didn't see because we're due to be decommissioned. There was no point in remodeling. I actually, I actually like the idea of the transporters that, aren't food safe. That we have them, but they were a generation that were only supposed to be used for like cargo transport. Saw... And you're not supposed to use any kind of like biological yeah. mass in them. Because I like the idea that on occasion in the story we may have to use them because it's an emergency. Yes, and we have to roll for risk. But yeah. because they're cargo. Go as well that only this high fall <laughs> <Yeah>. into it <laughs> yeah. so you it's, being it's incredibly crunch. short would pay off <laughs> I'm just there sort of go what is problem I love, <laughs> I love the prospect that you're literally so short you could literally just walk under I mean, the table it's as like... far as I can remember she's really short yeah like, she she's like tiny. four foot <laughs> so she's like wearing one of those next generation uh, first series you know where, where they're like jumpsuits yeah, yeah. they had they had the little dress things and there was like uh, an inordinate number of guys who would wear these little like mini skirt dress things um, Tactical kilts, get it right. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, like a one piece, and it just came all the way down to like mid thigh. It was quite revealing. Um, and but on on bed, that's a full length dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, like scrails on the floor a bit, and is a bit mucky at the bottom. <laughs> people p- people like assume you're not human, and that's why you do get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to you had, you had to like cut off a, cut a couple of shoe holes in the front just to make sure that you didn't trip on it when you're taking steps. So like yeah, so you're like the last of the um, Mohicans. Uh, what do you call them? The the, the Pig- pygmy tribes of Borneo or something. Was it the 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 Malaysian East Asian uh, pygmy people? The um, ah the other species. The what are they called? The Malars. No, they they used to be they're, they're different species of human. Who who were they? Oh. The the uh, I keep hanging up on. It's in my brain, but I cannot you get it out. Pythicus or no you it's, no it's, it's um, Homo something. Oh. Um, homo habilis. Uh, homo. <laughs> homo. I want to say. <laughs> homo. Homo. <laughs> for, for, for the minute, should we just call you Homo Shorticus? <laughs> Doesn't actually oh, have to God. be a real no, no, my, my absolute favourite is still, always, and forever will be Homo erectus. Yeah, we never get over that in yeah. archaeology. Never, never, ever, ever. Um, just the best but god damn it that's going to piss me off and at some point I'm just going to shout out some Latin name <laughs> okay so uh, you may or may not be human but we'll we'll, we'll class you as human for now but, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just from old country <laughs> I never actually talk about the real name uh, of the place that I'm from so Scunthorpe oh, fuck off <laughs> Milton Keynes no if Marilyn Manson can't pronounce it then I'm not from there Milton Keynes <laughs> Uh, Homo Piniscus. Nope. No, that's the Bonobo ape, apparently. Uh, just to say, um, uh, the 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 Hobbit fossils. That's that's the thing to search for, I think. They are. Uh-huh. Homo Capensis. I can't spell no. borscht again. How the fuck do you spell borscht? Borscht. However you wish to do so. Borscht. Borscht. Nah, screw it. I can't be bothered. 
I've always wanted to play Vulcan because <clears throat> I, fi- I, fi- I find the idea of trying to do the whole kind of like completely logical, emotionless thing quite an interesting challenge. Uh, you need your ranks on there as well. So what what rank are you? Oh, fuck. You, you <laughs> cannot be Don't above tell me that commander. now. <laughs> wait a minute. Sir. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Give me a pen. Because I'm bad enough that you make me call you that at work. The ranking officer. <laughs> uh, what am I? Chief engineer. Hey, no, you wanted a, you wanted a compromise because you refused to call me Shogun. This is your fault. Fair. <laughs> this looks like I just done. Philip Kurt, security light. He's <laughs> <laughs> the free trial security. Yeah, the fat, fat free version. Lieutenant Kurt. That's, I get really that's my rank, and you're going to fucking <laughs> live with it. Ensign. Excellent. I like it. For the benefit of the audio, Biddy has just given himself his own, like, Ensign's pip. <laughs> has he? <laughs> Where? <laughs> oh, okay. Can't see it because your collar was folded over. No, well, well that's you'll that, have to go there then. That is the problem if you insist on having a pop collar. That's mm. that's not ready, not regulation. Um, <laughs> for the benefit of the audio as well, we are all currently dressed in Starfleet uniforms. Also, for the benefit of the audio, okay, Google, search horse porn. Because <laughs> at one point that'll work. Yeah. Uh, uh, so search horse porn videos. Play. <laughs> Send to contact mom. <laughs> Volume on full. <laughs> hey Siri, I'd like you to call my wife that fucking bitch from now on. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> You've got a text from that They're fucking gonna bitch. They're going to be in trouble. There's going to be at least one person who is listening to this like on the speakers like in their living room and they leave the room to make a brew come back and go, oh, just rewind it. Oh! <laughs> I think one thing we know for certain is that wolf's wife is going to be pissed. <laughs> the, um, uh, uh, also in, in um, other non-game related news, the Oreo Dildo Septum uh, logo has seen its first outing. Yes. <laughs> it's been worn. Uh, there is photographic evidence. I'm so proud of that logo. I was <laughs> so bad. Love went into that. Love and dildos. <laughs> I am on government lists because I made that logo. There are so many penises on that. I think it's illegal in there 17 states. There are a states. lot of penises on that. Uh, so, uh, and also there was um, someone, a colleague of ours from work came up to do some training um, and said they were going to come up to, the, to this office or whatever. And one of the other people who sits near him in the office knew who I was from the podcast, not from work. Hi. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Dave, hello. <laughs> uh, in the six months it will take for this to be edited and put on the website. <laughs> yeah, Dave, tell us what your sur- your surname is, and we'll, we'll we'll send you an Oreo dildo septum uh, badge. So, which you will have to wear to work and get fired. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, but he works in the gulag that is. So it's that'll be fine. It sounds so lovely. It's the nicest <laughs> name building so for such a horrible not. place. <laughs> it's also called. It yeah. sounds like it should be brilliant, right? Uh, it sounds like it's out of fucking Balamori. It's a horrible brown pebble dash piece of shit molded into a building shape. It has an underpass where cars go. Like it, like there is an actual like um, dual carriageway goes through it. That's how bad this place is. With just desks either side. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so we need to roll for our scenarios. Uh, and stuff, we will we? do. Uh, we'll do some intro intros, right? Okay, so.
Hi, welcome to Soulnet Radio. We are going to be playing Inspectors Hacked for Star Trek. Uh, and sitting with me on my left is... Hi, I'm Adam. I play Philip Kurt, Security Lieutenant. Hi, I'm Kate, and I'm playing Bev Bosch Stormer! <laughs> Who may or may not be Chief Engineer. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Biddy, and I'm playing Tanol the Vulcan, who is an Ensign Shuttle pilot. And... I'm Paul. I'm going to be your cue for this evening. I'm also going to be playing Lieutenant Commander... Sorry, I refuse to say Lieutenant. Uh, Lieutenant Commander David Passover. He's the commander in charge of the night shift. For the benefit of the listeners, his name tag says Sir. <laughs> <laughs> On the USS Bagel Nash. Or Bagel Nosh. <laughs> Bagel yeah. Nosh. The USS Bagel Nosh. Boldly going where most people in Starfleet have gone before, <laughs> just to check. Yeah. <laughs> just to sort of have a little look under the carpet. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they are basically an audit uh, crew to go in and check other people have done their surveys right. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly finding the corpses of those braver and more career-minded. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we are gonna. Um, w- what we what we've done is we've taken the inspector system and we've uh, just basically given it a bit of a new skin. So instead of uh, athletics and uh, contact and whatever, we have the Star Trek department. So uh, science, security, command, and engineering. We will also be a bit more free with uh, in what would inspectors would be cool points. We're going to call them team points because people in in Star Trek work together for goals. So Being you'll be generating team, team cool. points that you can give to other people, but you can't use yourself. Okay, you can give to other people to heal them up or give them extra dice to roll. If you give them extra dice to roll, you're going to give them two extra dice, or you can choose to remove a die from their pool. So if say they roll a stress die. You can remove a die from that, so like you take away the lowest die, okay? Okay. Or they can use it to heal. So they can heal at one point, they can remove a die, or they can add two die to a roll. Okay? Excellent. Excelente. We're going to start with a roll, and I've expanded the um, list of things that we can choose from on the, the standard inspector's two die six roll, and we'll be rolling a d20. And since Kate has just spent her um, monthly treat money on a fecking huge d20, Whee! we're going to roll that one. I mean, one. I'm a grown-up. But we are going to pass it around. So roll a d20. 11! That was so much fun. <laughs> very, <laughs> clo- very, very close to being a 19. <laughs> that was unadulterated fun. Okay. Fun guys. Do I need to write that down? No. Nope. Someone else roll the die, please. Be careful. 16. One more. 10. I should not handle die. I can't remember what I called it. Fred. There you go. It'll, um, it'll have a new name each week. I'll never remember. One last one. Come on, Alfonso. 14. 14. So satisfying. So uh, the reason I have all these index cards and the reason I need more index cards now is um, instead of just saying this is your starting situation, what I'm going to say is that these are uh, plot points to hit, and if you hit them, you will all gain a team point each. Okay, so that is enthusiastic. I was about to say, we'll just give that one Kate. Yep. Good, Jeremy. (laughs) 
an earth analog character so like an analog of someone who is absolutely definitely um an analog of a concept or a historical person from actual earth in the in the style of uh gene roddenberry like why wouldn't there be al capone yeah. for example on gangster okay. planet billy and um, wigglestaff <laughs> yeah. that's a great name <laughs> in there is an infestation tribbles tribbles any kind of infestation has to be triples. And there is a space station. So those are the things that we will be playing with. Uh, now, we're going to have the opportunity. Do any of you not like any any particular ones of those? Is there something look, looking at you and going, oh, God, let's not do that. No, they're good. Yeah. Okay. We can crowbar them in. We, we join our intrepid adventurers um, on Stardate 94808.55, which, if anyone wants to uh, look that up will actually tell you the day and time in which we are playing this game <laughs> that's the actual star trek system for for doing time yep. yep and it works fair enough and we're on the space station ds1 <laughs> oh no 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 no, no the, the ss1 shallow space one or near space one. <laughs> I still, I still like Celestial B Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's its nickname, <laughs> the Celestial B Day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we are ready to start our journey. Our ship is currently being um, kitted out, stocked, refitted, and it is the night shift. All of the actual work is is uh, done for the day, and it's the Porsche who have to do the prep work for the next day. It's time for sexy party. It's what night time's for. Uh, where, strangely, the music seems to be quite loud, but we can all talk to each other at a reasonable level. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, it's future space technology. Mm-hmm. Prime at work. Yep. So, sound bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is going to get things started with a roll? Uh, I am going to say I am the poor Smo that is traveling backwards and forwards uh, with all this gear so I have just come back from my kind of like eighth run with dumping dumping off cargo so I will start with the roll with that okay so that is going to be uh, I think that's going to have to be a engineering roll mm, okay six uh, with a six you get to decide two facts that are going on here so give us two facts to start this off the two facts are that I seem to be hauling a an awful lot of scientific equipment, more so than we're usually used to carrying, because we don't do all the pioneering scientific work. We just do the, you know, double checking stuff. You basically do clipboards. Mostly it's clipboards. Yeah, clipboards yeah. and checklists. So vast quantities of of quite high end tech. lube. Tons and tons of lube for some damn reason. Anyway, well, the the the, the gears in the dilithium crystal need to, you know, be lubed every so often that you totally hardly ever works. see the captain strange really mm. <laughs> um, always got very shiny looking hands <laughs> and always wears cowboy boots in a specific spot like your skin on his so neck soft moist nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep okay so and what's your what's your second fact to get things moving um second fact is that no idea help me out Put this out to the table. Um, I'm going to preface your second fact as uh, Lieutenant Commander David Passover shifts in his chair, his creaky chair, on the bridge because he's not allowed to sit in the captain's chair after a certain incident that we 
can't go into for legal reasons. And he sees a, a small alert uh, flare up on his instrument panel and looks over at it. And it's a thing that says, anomalous reading detected, recommend yellow alerts. And he reaches over and goes, cancel, and then sits back and takes out his space Kindle <laughs> and relaxes. His space Kindle that has one book on it, because that's apparently how data pads worked mm-hmm. in the far future. Well, of course. How else would they work? Mm. Mm-hmm. DRM's a bitch. <laughs> Um, are you, where, where are you two while this is happening? Are you in the cargo bay I helping me? I am partying like, oh, it up. So, Bev's in the bar. Yes. Yeah. I am in the cargo bay. Um, where there is no music. Making sure that any of the workers who are helping to unload this stuff do not leave the cargo bay. In the corner of the cargo bay, some of the, the crew... In fact, at Bev's party, uh, the party is specifically... Um, a classical music night. However, at this stage I'm in still the future, like this. classical music <laughs> includes dubstep. <laughs> the Beastie Boys in the Star Trek universe is now classed as classical music. Mm-hmm. That's so, baroque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's baroque, Alund. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm totally entranced by the idea of uh, dubstep being classical music. <laughs> yep. Um, so trans music being easy listening. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's lots, there's lots of people actually just <laughs> sat down in chairs listening very closely to some to someone mm, yes. uh, behind a set of antique decks that he's inherited from his great great grandfather. Dropping the bass, <laughs> dropping the bass. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a huge robe um, and with a, a prosthetic hook nose on himself and quite lank hair because he's completely um, that the context of that meme has been completely taken out uh, by the 24th century. People thought it was a historical then, document. Just, just at the front of the table, there's a dead mouse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I get pop mouse. culture references. <laughs> um, I, I am going to exit my shuttle and I'm going to go stand over next to my good friend, uh, Philip, as the uh, minions of the cargo bay uh, unload my shuttle trying to do their job whilst uh, other people are having a, a bit of a concert in the corner because it's the only space they could do it. Everywhere else is being <laughs> refitted. It's the, it's the only place that still has a functioning sound system. Well, what, what's, what's your job again? Sorry. Chief I engineer. No Chief, idea. En- Chief engineer. <laughs> oh, I was trying to think of something. Maybe, yeah. No, no. How about, how about uh, your engineer's mate? So you actually run, you run the night shift on engineering but not the main shift. Yeah, okay. Okay. So your, en- your engineer's mate or like second in command of engineering? So we need another fact as you cruise into the cargo hold and we are aware in the metaplot that an anomalous reading has been has occurred. What happens? So would we be aware if the alert has been cancelled? No, you wouldn't be aware, but this is something that's, exi- that's happened in the world. Okay. <clears throat> shall we say... Because otherwise I'm going to drop this shit on you. I was going to say, shall we say... That I've got the something. Al- the alert was... An anomaly detected in the bio-readings on some of the foodstuffs you were bringing on board. Android Abraham Simpson, material... Abraham Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> Abraham Simpson. <laughs> Just shouting it. Fuck it, let's go with it. Abraham Simpson. Uh, as an android appears in the cargo hold. Four score and 70,000 years ago. Start snoring. <laughs> His false teeth fall on the floor. <laughs> Is he yellow? <laughs> yes. 
My God, this this man has this man has oh, jaundice. Jaundice. Yeah. Get him to the medibay quick. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant, it's very irregular for uh, an individual to yeah. just materialise. Uh, yeah, I was taking the piss. So, so is is, is uh, uh, I consider yes, your quaint human humour. I, I'll I'll interrupt now and say uh, as the GM, I can suggest canon. You can reject it if you like, but you can't reject canon from each other. But you can reject my suggestions because my suggestions are shitty. Whichever you would like to do. What? So if you've got if you've got an idea that you can come up with, otherwise it's um, robot Abraham Lincoln. Technically, well, robot Abraham Lincoln wouldn't be an anomaly in the bio reading. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 this is, is going to be the most technic- technically finicky game <laughs> of anything we have ever played. Well, I think you'll find actually that at what point nine this would happen, and therefore um, your your argument that we are travelling back in time is 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 totally valid. This is bizarro Trek, though. Anything can happen. <laughs> I was going to say, let's go with Android Abraham Lincoln. Android yes. Abraham Lincoln has appeared in the cargo bay, right in front of where you are about to unload um, your scientific equipment. <laughs> he takes off his hat, he appears to bow slightly, Puts his hat back on and freezes and starts to vibrate with an increasing intensity. I would okay. like to grab so nearest... The people in the crowd believe that it's part of the dubstep because he's basically at the moment going... It's a bomb! Get down! <laughs> I would like to grab nearest spanner and poke him. Okay, that sounds. that is an engineering roll. Roll engineering. Does that mean I roll four dice? Yes, it does. In fact, also, everyone, give yourselves uh, a cool point, or sorry, a, um, a team, team point. point, because we crowbarred in the space station. The space, and, the space station is now gone. And do uh, I add the, the ball Earth analog character? Uh, yep, yeah, add, add another one, so you all have two. Um, you always you, you always take the highest dice roll, so five. 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 You Not get to determine. I said it again. <laughs> You get to determine uh, one thing that happens now. One one fact that happens, one with, truth, one with thing. Polkov Spanner is magically fixed. So, I have fixed. It's yes. magically fixed. Yes. Magic Spanner. You bet you've got a sonic screwdriver. I am very good engineer. <laughs> a sonic, sonic wrench, sorry. <laughs> I am a fucking terrible engineer. Let's really cross the streams here. It's a hydro spanner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm waving it around like a magic wand. I might as, fo- I might as well, for all I know. <laughs> Uh, magic and then I go then I go back to dancing banner with the spanner <laughs> accidentally hitting people as I go around so uh, so you, you walk up you, uh, you you poke it with in the, time with, with the, the music in time with the music you hit it in time with the music like at like 400 BPM or something like yes that. <laughs> <laughs> several spanners <laughs> so so you're a, a, a death metal drummer in your spare time Yes, I can do double kick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so come in and fix, uh, fix uh, Android Abraham Lincoln, who stops vibrating um, and comes to his senses. He will look at the, the rapidly diminishing form of this tiny lady. Um, <laughs> Just dancing back to the corner like that. <laughs> <laughs> dancing back into the corner. With a really, Literally. really determined little wizened on face. <laughs> He will. He'll look. He'll look around, <laughs> and he'll look very confused. And he will look at uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding behind something right now. So he'll he actually he'll look at uh, Bev, 
uh, as his only point of contact thus far. He'll shuffle towards you uh, through the crowd, um, and he's going to uh, try to engage you in conversation. No, it's, it's too soon for engage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he, he, uh, he, he grabs a hold of you and he spins you around. What do you do? Turn it into a sick dance move. That sounds like security. <laughs> Roll security. Four. Four. Uh, uh, I was about to say that probably means it's safe. Four. Safe. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so with a four, uh, that is going to be a fair. Describe the mostly positive results as you spin around and do something. And turn it into a sick dance move. So it's mostly fair, but you're not going to establish any any points of fact in this. Trying to work out how I could work in offering him a bowl of soup. <laughs> like that's a fair outcome. Offer him some soup. Big fish, little fish, bowl of soup. Big fish, <gasps> yes. little fish, bowl of soup. Big fish, little fish, bowl of soup. Big fish, little fish, bowl of soup. <laughs> Big fish, little fish, bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> little fish. Little fish. He is confused by your offering of non-existent soup, and this devil's music uh, going on around him and he'll s- I'm off the chain he's, he's, and he's going to start looking around him and looking wild eyed and starting to get panicked on his android face which I, I think is actually just going to be a screen a, a picture of an emotes emotes face. Face. a screen that emotes <laughs> but he still has a wire beard still has a wire beard absolutely yes the beard must be 3D yep. um, so his, his face glitches out and also have tiny bits of food stuck in <laughs> his face glitches out and uh, sort of comes back in again and he's uh, starts looking around and going like where am I where is this are you with the south or the north the south or the north I don't know if he was existing in the civil war period is, I don't know is Celestial B days long way from civil war of olden days Celestial what What's going on? What's going on? And he starts flailing his arms and, and running and running around oh, I think randomly. He's trying to dance. Tip, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Tip, yes. He goes down, copying his moves. <laughs> and, he, and he starts. And he's, as he's running around, uh, flailing his arms wildly in the manner of the robot from uh, Lost in Space. He uh, he crashes into the um, the equipment that Ensign Tnoll has so diligently and logically piled up in a perfect pyramid shape. Um, <laughs> And he just crashes through it, believing it to be a, a sign of the Illuminati, and just. <laughs> what do you do? I think I, I, at this point, would like to pull out my tricorder and um, start scanning Lincoln. Okay, that sounds like a science roll. Six. Six. Give me two facts. Fact number one is he is omitting high quantities of tachyon particles. Look at you contributing something meaningful. I know. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um and um uh, he's going insane now. He's uh just tearing through all of your equipment. He's he's also involuntarily no, uh, doing the big fish, little fish he, he is, soup dance without realizing it. <laughs> he is emitting a huge amount of tachyon particles, and also, despite the fact that he is predominantly android, there does seem to be biological material inside his cranial mount, which leads me to believe that he might actually be some kind of cyborg, not just an android. 
Oh, that's what I was thinking, cyborg. As, as, as he's yeah. he turning over crates and going insane, he becomes a whirligig of action as no one is trying to stop him doing what, what, he, what everyone wants to do. He starts getting more and more agitating, as, building up into a frenzy, this whirlwind of destruction in, in the, the finely tuned and, and sorted out cargo bay that you've spent so long uh, Philip Kurt uh, trying desperately to stack these things and get in some sort of order while his dubstep's going on and it's just a bad day as he storms through he turns over some boxes a small fire starts and he charges out of the uh, the cargo bay into the wider ship I just, I just got completely railroaded through that entire whole thing I barely all I got a chance to do was to dive out of the way <laughs> uh, that sounds like a security to me no I fact, did that in fact, everybody, uh, everybody is going to roll a three die stress roll because things are going to shit. Everything, all your work has been undone, and someone's going to find out, and it might be someone who cares. Stress rolls, you take the lowest figure. Four, three, three, <clears throat> four. You're annoyed. You have one die penalty on the next roll. Three, you are stressed. Lose a die from appropriate skill and describe how you cope with this situation. For, so, from the skill that we've just rolled. Uh, from an appropriate skill, what so everything's got, it's all chaos. There's something on fire now. Uh, what what do you think would suffer from that? Um, they stay solid, and then your temporary ones go in there. Okay. So, uh, uh, so I'm going to lose one security? from security, yeah. which means I have will have none. <laughs> or contact, or um, yeah. So you're losing your cool. Uh, sorry, um, so command uh, would be sort that of. I will still also have none. <laughs> Uh, I can, did not go for go an even zero. spread. Okay, we have a chief right, engineer then. with no command ability. <laughs> yep. yes. I'm second engineer. <laughs> oh, sorry, second engineer. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so uh, I have done all the railroading that I'm going to do. You have a situation. You have a bad guy. You have something to do. Let's do what you're going to do. What do you want to do? Um, we're going to give it to uh, Lieutenant Kurt. What, what's your action? Security. Seeing as you railroaded me through all that, fuck all! <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Kurt is now stood, thinking deeply about what he's just seen as a, what could have possibly been a display of a new martial art, and how he can possibly <laughs> learn what else, what else may be involved in it. Wild fuck flailing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will chip in then with, uh, Lieutenant Kurt, uh, my scans seem to indicate that a low-intensity uh, beam from the phasers would short-circuit him long enough for us to apprehend him. I, I think. Sorry, what was <laughs> I think hitting with hammer. Yes, very effective. Don't know what this accent is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Lieutenant, you are the highest-ranking officer <laughs> in the cargo bay. Oh, what are your orders? Should we not alert the bridge? I'm just exposition Vulcan at this point, I feel That's like. what the Vulcans are. Yeah, they're they're exposition great. monsters, yeah. They're wizards. So Android Abraham Abraham Lincoln, I can't remember Abraham Simpson. Abraham Lincoln has torn everything up, started a fire, and then just gone out of the thing. Toast dubstep. Bloop bloop on the communicator. Obviously security to um cargo deck, corridor three, rogue and rogue android on the loose, set phases to stun. So that's gonna. That sounds like a command roll to me. Yes, I know. So let's make a command roll. Two die. Right. So I take a penalty. So two die and one either way. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right. Uh, so skill roll. Terrible. The GM gets to hose you, or you get to hose yourself. Hose me. Go for it. Uh, Thank you. I've suggested too much already as the GM in this one. So okay. you guys have to workshop like. 
what disaster happens because you've called security? There's a fire, right? Yeah. Because they all just accidentally get caught on fire. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, the fire's in the cargo bay. Yeah, the oh, fire's in the, in the cargo bay, bay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're all running down the corridor to, uh, to head off the uh, android. I do have an, I- an idea, if you like. Maintaining an open comm channel, you um, obviously you sort of hear, hear that as they, they deploy uh, in standard 2 by 2 pincer formation coming in from both sides. You also hear as they deploy, you continue to hear as they are completely eviscerated <laughs> by Android Abraham's, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, roll me a two dice, uh, three dice stress roll, please. One. <laughs> Describe how you completely lose your shit. <laughs> Uh, lose your lose uh, the team points that you have, and uh, three skill die from any skills, and describe your nuclear meltdown <laughs> in gory detail. Um, I'm gonna go all gung ho and shit, and I'm gonna race after this and start throwing kicks and punches and everything um, in full um, whirlwind Bruce Lee style. Absolutely. So like. You just start by throwing, like you don't start running and then I get somewhere and throw it. Just you just keep going, just like like windmilling. Yeah, just kind of like, ah! <laughs> this is this is a known and practiced martial art right, on the um, desert world of um, I can't think of a name. Essex Three. <laughs> desert world of Essex Three. Cool. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, which 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 um, specialises, which uh, involves um, mostly kicking kicking dust into your opponent's eyes and then punching them while they're blinded. Uh, your ceremonial keys that you would use for this particular martial art are currently in your um, <laughs> your bedroom. Scream you don't have them with you. Screaming the traditional war cry. In it. In it. <laughs> yeah. Large it. <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation was created by Gene Roddenberry and was produced by Paramount Domestic Television. Inspectors is published by Memento Mori Theatrics. The theme music was an unused score for Star Trek The Next Generation by Alexander Courage and Jerry Goldsmith. Most of the sound effects sourced through trekcore.com. The music of the bloopers is Reignition by Bad Brains. If you've got any comments, questions or feedback, or you've got some thoughts about what I talked about at the start of the episode, you can email me. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com, swordnutradio at gmail.com. Get in touch with me on Twitter, at swordnutradio, or find us on Facebook. You could also travel back in time to the 14th century, find a monk in southern Germany writing a manuscript detailing the use of the sword and buckler, and insert your message in code in the form of animals drawn in the margin. I'll get the message. Thanks for listening. The Greek god who plays the two-ended nose flute. Yes. Put that in a sock and go around breaking people with it. Oh, How does it work for you? I don't know, I bought it on Wednesday. <laughs> and then instead of the bank, you, you're drawing on Starfleet <coughs> Command, uh, which is like how much cachet you have with Starfleet Command, but as assholes that no one likes them. Uh, it, you don't have much. There's uh, instead of the um, the library card is the Federation database. Instead of uh, the gym card is the, is the security team. Instead of um, the credit card for technology or for for the, whatever it's, it's it's a warp power, you know, warp power man. And instead of um, the business card for contacts, it's a favor from the admiral. 
And at the end, when you have to go for recuperation, you uh, have to either go to holodeck. holodeck or Riser. <laughs> Actually, no. What you do is what Star Trek does and say, to recuperate, I'm going to advance to the next episode because everyone is always okay by the next episode. There's always the reset button. Every, like, what is it? Um, Deanna Troy gets impregnated by um, a psychic extraplanar species, gives birth, it grows to a young adult in the space of like uh, a couple of weeks and then goes off and ascends into another energy plane or whatever. And the next week, next episode, she's fine! Um, I'll borrow whatever Thank people you. will lend me because <laughs> although my bag is literally right next door, I'm too much of a fat lazy fuck to go and get it. I think Kate has enough for everybody. I've got loads! But did you buy all the D6s with that colour scheme? That's... it's... Um, <gasps> I was looking at all rolled up and they have super duper whooper special ones that have got like limited edition um, t- um, um, tweed. Oh my God. <laughs> like <laughs> proper amazing. from like really proper kind of like fabric tweed places. Are they're they... like 40 quid. Oh my god. It's what reminded me was oh. your jumper. Yeah, and I, was, and I hey, love, this is I love tweed. tweed. This is herringbone. Sorry, herringbone. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you, sir. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. They have herringbone as well, then, in that case. Pipe smoking your manners and tweed. It's odd that all the, the skills of inspectors one for one translated over to the department. Yeah, work starts <laughs> really, really well. Um, so, uh, original series. TNG. Next Generation? Yeah, okay, cool. definitely the next generation. My, my thought for like if we ever did original series is we're, we're on a ship that's also doing a five-year mission but it's totally and completely overshadowed by Kirk because he's a twat. Overhacked everything. Okay, character-wise, I'm going back to the character I came uh, up with. One caveat. Oh, yeah? We can only have one character mm. who requires significant makeup. Significant. Define because, um, significant. In the series, there were only ever two characters at a time that required significant makeup. Our pointy ears and and eyebrows. You want to be a Vulcan? That's yeah. not that significant. It would take maybe an hour and a half to do it. Okay. We'll let the Vulcan ride a little. Who's doing what? Uh, I'm going with a human. Cool. I'll go with a human. Awesome. Okay. So I can't remember case. anything else. <laughs> do does one of you want to be a captain and the other be um, senior staff, or do you want to be removed from command? I've got engineering with four points and command with one, so I probably wouldn't make a good captain. Yeah. I'm chief engineer. Then. Yeah. I've not actually done any of my skills yet because I haven't decided what role and department I was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't Mad. all be in the same department, or maybe you want. I've got. Well, I've already decided. Yeah. I've got my guys, Norman Kurt. Um, he's a security lieutenant, a master of all known martial arts. We have loads of Normans on this show, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Norman's a good so, name. Norm. Yeah. Norman Galbraith twice. Cross-cobble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can change that anyway. It's, it's, yeah. it, was just, it was literally just what popped into my head. Nerm. Normal. Normal. <laughs> no, I'm not being a Garfield character. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, okay, so we'll change that. We won't be, we won't be Norman. Anyway, let's go with Philip instead. So it's Philip Kurt. Um, his strength is as a master of all known martial arts. His weakness is he's racist against humans. He is a human. <laughs> no, that totally, work. that totally works. Just it's sort of race shape. shape. Yeah, <laughs> all the other races yeah. are just better than us. Yeah, it yeah. totally makes sense. Um, 
So obviously for that, I've got a four in security, mm-hmm. a three in command because I'm a security lieutenant, and a one in science and engineering because I don't have to know much about oh, them. you're my opposite. <sighs> uh, I'm going for Tenol. Um, I thought about doing Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit on the nose that one. Not just that, that, that's almost guaranteed starting as a red shirt. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so he was a Vulcan. I'm picking up the character that I came up with for the game that we never had uh, with the Star Trek fate system. But that wasn't Star Trek, that was always, that was Red Dwarf. No, well, yes, it was. But basically, one of them was a cat. One of them was a, was a robot. Another one was a messy one. And then, uh, uh, one was an animal retentive. Yeah, freak. So it was red fucking dwarf, pretty much. Um, so <laughs> that was so good. I don't have a strength yet. My weakness is that um, I occasionally fall off the logic wagon, and that's because um, my Vulcan parents were the equivalent. Of, they were the Vulcan equivalent of hippies, which basically means they didn't follow the teachings of Sirok. And as a young Vulcan, I decided to rebel against my parents by jumping on the logic train. But because I didn't have an upbringing of it, I occasionally fall off. Okay. Um, but I don't know what my rank, position, or strength is, and then I'll do my stuff based on what we'll figure that out. Can I just get the, that big T20 bit? Give me. Can we have 10 seconds of silence and I'll do some taps? That's horrible. Don't He's the first one to use your die. I'm not using it, I'm abusing it. I'm I'm abusing it and I'm I'm hitting it hard so it understands who the enemy is. Okay, ready? Silence. Oh no! I rolled it by mistake. Roll you. <laughs> you know what? That that's that's a, that's not quite as awesome, but I still fucking love I, that. I, yeah, I, I just I just want that to be a prostitute from Derbyshire. Feel free to share. Just, yes, here's the big call top. You're right. <laughs> In that case, I'm very much. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Bakewell. Second yeah. position. shit. <laughs> well, I work in Steve Perry, where the League of Gentlemen is. <laughs> Uh, there's a nice little kind of like Easter egg for someone to look it up and um, the beautiful thing is all the butchers um, had special stuff for quite some time when mm-hmm. it was at the height of its popularity when they finished, homemade sausage yeah when they finished filming the pink taxi that the thing you used to drive around in somebody bought Steve and did actually used, used to use as a taxi <laughs> and on Halloween would get dressed up in drag <laughs> uh, it was fabulous it's not like it's the only thing to ever happen in Hadfield <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> Um, the only thing to happen is Steve Perry. Yes. Do you know, do you know what the, the next most exciting thing about Hatfield is? Because obviously we were researching it, looking at moving there. Is being in a team is cool. So do you reckon it'll bounce? You'll fucking um, bounce. <laughs> Deep space. <laughs> 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 I totally misread enthusiastic as euthanasia. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's not deep space. Maybe Quite it's um, uh, maybe it's like <coughs> shallow space, like suburbs. Sort of like the paddling pools of space. Yeah, rock pools. So it's like just it's like just beyond Pluto. Foot bath it's in the orc cloud. <laughs> the celestial foot bath. <laughs> the celestial bidet. That just like, oh, that just sounds like a brand name. <laughs> Your options here as well, like there's all like the paranoid horny blah 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 from all that sort of stuff. Um, but we've got the antagonist of the week. Um, like Q is there, there's Ferengis or whatever, but uh, you could also have an aristocrat, that sort of stuff. 
Um, however, rolling a 20 is, we just stop and it's a ship in a bottle episode. And we're all up in each other's business. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't really have a plot, we don't really have an antagonist, it's a ship in a bottle episode, we can't afford any sets this week. <laughs> Uh, Raptor, Gino, no milk, but sugar. Two sugars, yeah. Thank Two you sugars, yeah. They're not flared out at the base. How on earth will we ever maintain coffee integrity? Artificial gravity. Mm. Flared coffee. Yes. Yeah, um, they didn't have. They didn't have bloody seat belts, but they made damn sure that their coffee cups flared out at the base so they wouldn't tip over. You've got to have your fucking priorities. Yeah. Have I done that? Am I living my life wrong? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, think, I think they're actual things as well. They were, they were from um, naval ships. Yes. They were to stop mm. them from tipping over quite so easily. They also didn't have tables that stood like this. They used to hang them on ropes. From, yeah. So they did stay. And they'd have like wooden dividers on them yeah. to try and stop stuff from no. sliding over. <laughs> yeah, because you, you really don't feel like stopping your plate sliding and getting stabbed by someone else's fork. Yeah. There is a thing which is almost impossible to get. Um, because uh, it's like it's you know it's military surplus and all that sort of stuff, but they're all so useful that they never end up in circulation. Yeah. And it's um, <clears throat> it's, it's a plate to put your food on from like a buffet or whatever, like. But it has a little recess in it for a drink to go into. But there's a very deep recess, so it's like your highball glass will disappear into it. And it's got like a, a little a thumb hole, like an like a um, palette, palette type thing, yeah. So, and the reason it was developed is like, that makes perfect sense. Why, why would no, you de- not develop this, like, for, just for normal life? Posh developed... parties in New York have them. Mm. You can mm. hold your wine glass with it your plate. It was developed specifically, <laughs> this innovation was done specifically mm. because people in the Navy, at functions and social events and that, still had to salute. You can do that with a drink in your hand. See? Priorities. Yeah. It was six, it was, what was it? It was some, something like um, four, uh, five and a half, six and a half thousand years between the invention of the trouser and the invention of the pocket. Yeah. What the fuck were we doing? We we cannot call ourselves the Clink dominant species. We were walking around intelligent with our life. hands straight down the front of our pants. When we like invented, many people still do. <laughs> we invented the suitcase or the portable container character and the wheel and didn't put them together for thousands of fucking years! <laughs> Could I have a big quartile, please? No. <laughs> By which I mean a prostitute called Jeff. It's Klingon blood pie. <laughs> Everything yeah. has to be themed. I've had better. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, don't come cheap. <laughs> so Jeff is back. Hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine like a Klingon Call of Cthulhu type thing? They just assume everything is edible. Eat it. Headbutt it or fuck it. That's a collage of things. Occasionally, can you? I was going to say, I've seen. Have you? I was going to say, yes. Okay, you can. Uh Have you ever seen Klingon mating rituals? (laughs) So, either we can say that generally in Klingon sex, the woman gets the upper hand, or wolves are fucking pansy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! 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 Oh, Picard would never. Oh, he has. Stop ruining Picard! <laughs> Should we just play a game? Yes. <laughs> we'll we, try. We-